From the Sun Prairie Media Center and the Sun Prairie Area School District, you're in homeroom with Brad Saren. Hi, this is Todd Molesky. Brad Saren is not able to be with us today, but uh, he is enjoying a well-earned vacation, from what I understand, uh, coming back. But uh, I'm glad to be here with Patty Lux from the District Communications Office. So, Patty, thanks for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Good morning, Todd. I'm happy to step in for Dr. Saren and excited to have a great guest today. Yeah, our guest today is Katie Jansen, who is the AVID coordinator for the district. Katie, welcome. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. So let's, um, I guess, start a little bit with, I, I, th- I think we, we hear the word AVID a lot in, mm-hmm. in school and in education now, but, you know, I think there's still some some people wondering, well, what is, what is that what, uh, and how does it work? So let's, let's start at the beginning there of, like, what is AVID and, and how does it look? in in Sun Prairie right now. Yeah, for sure. So AVID is a college and career readiness system. Um, you can find AVID across the country in 47 states in over 4,500 schools and also right here in Sun Prairie. Um, AVID is an acronym because we like those in education. It stands for advancement via individual determination and there's really three components to the AVID system. Um, The first component is AVID school-wide, and that's ensuring that all students at the secondary level in Sun Prairie have access to rigorous content with support. Um, So all students in our system are AVID students. Um, And then we also have the AVID elective, um, which is an AVID elective class in which students um, can apply. Um, Really, the AVID elective, we're looking at serving students that are first-generation college students, students in the academic middle, um, students that are underrepresented in higher education or have been historically marginalized. Um, And so in Sun Prairie, we we actually have um, this year 30 sections of the AVID elective um, between our seventh and twelfth grades. When you say a section, what is what does that mean? Is, is that yep. like a class, or yep. how, 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 what's that defined as? Yeah, for sure. So, um, Avidence on Prairie started in 2011 um, with just one section or one class of students. Um, we started with 24 eighth graders, and over the years, have um, identified and recruited more students. And it has grown today to be 30 sections or 30 classes. Mm. Um, So really that breaks down to um, three sections um, at each high school that we're moving toward at uh, for each grade level. And then there's two sections of AVID in all of our middle schools at grades seven and eight. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what's the, um, I guess, the, is there an end goal of the, 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 the project here? Or how, right. how, what, what is it moving towards when, when you're talking about building up through those grade levels? For sure. So there's really like a spiraling curriculum. Um, but our goal is to make sure that we are working to close gaps. Um, close that opportunity gap and prepare all of our students for college and career readiness. Um, And then the way that we do that is through that system of AVID school-wide, the AVID elective, and then that third component, um, which is providing quality training and resources for our teachers. 
Um, and so through all of those components, we're really hoping to prepare our students to be um, college, career, and life ready. So when you talk about the, stu- the teachers being involved in this here, mm-hmm. obviously this is something they have to be you know, on, on the cutting edge of. They have to know what, what this is all about. How does that work? How do they uh, get brought into you, you know, what, what AVID is about and how, you know, how it's you know, helping students move along? For sure. So um, we do have positions at each of our secondary sites. Um, So we have an AVID site coordinator there who also teaches the AVID elective class. Um, And then uh, the AVID coordinator is like an instructional leader in the building and also is the leader of the AVID site team. So we have teachers, staff members, counselors, admin, um, all part of this AVID site team who helps grow and, and drive AVID's mission at each of the sites. Um, and so in doing so, we also provide a lot of professional learning opportunities um, for our staff. Some of that is in-house um, with AVID leaders in the district providing um, professional development to staff. And then part of it too is us t- like going and um, engaging in professional learning um, with AVID. So we take like um, a team each summer to something called Summer Institute. Typically it's in Minneapolis and we have about 10 or so staff from each school um, that head out to Minneapolis for the week to um, really dive deep into to AVID content. Um, and a lot of that is grounded in their instructional framework, which aligns really well with the instructional framework in some prairie, especially that element of rigorous and coherent teaching. Um, but their instructional framework is really grounded in writing, uh, writing to learn, um, inquiry, collaboration, organization, and reading, and really focusing on those soft skills. What's interesting to me is that you know this is not obviously just a Sun Prairie program. This mm-hmm. is international, national for sure, yeah. and beyond that. Um, but you take that you know the the high level component, but it has to fit in with with what's done here. How does how does uh, what's that kind of give and take like in terms of how you you frame or, or you mold what AVID is about the big picture AVID to what AVID looks like in Sun Prairie, in, 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 a, in a classroom here. Can you talk about some of the challenges are, that, that are involved there? Yeah, I, I think it's all about being responsive to our students and our staff. And um, my favorite way to describe AVID is rigor with support. Mm. Um, we're really trying to help our students access rigorous content, um, rigorous experiences, but then provide the support to do that. And so AVID is what really elevates that opportunity. Um, So we kind of look at like right now, um, we have like a a district goal around organization. And so assessing kind of where our students are at, especially coming out of the pandemic is um, kind of regrounding in those um, soft skills around organization. So some heavy lifts that um, we're working through this year is a like a school wide binder system at the middle level. Um, So we this year have provided all sixth, seventh and eighth graders. Um, with a binder, um, dividers, and a supply pouch. And so we're really trying to teach an organization system and then make adjustments for kids that that might not work for. Um, We also, another kind of um, initiative that we're working through is just also our school-wide planner. So Mm -hmm. um, that's something that all sixth through 12th grade students have. And so trying to teach them those skills around time management, 
just keeping track of like all their schoolwork and backwards mapping for tests or different assessments while also um, trying to just manage like their everything else that's on their plate with activities and sports and work and family commitments. So um, that's kind of our, our work this year uh, centered around organization from the student level. And then as adults, um, we're really connecting our work to the professional learning that we've done also with developmental designs and, and focusing how we organize a class into that beginning, middle, and end of a class period. So then that kind of gets at um, something that impacts all classes, whether it's an elective or a reading or writing or math or science, social studies. Mm -hmm. um, but really, in any, in any class, um, how we organize our time with our students and then what are those look-fors for each component of class. This might be something both of you can talk about because mm -hmm. I know you like to celebrate successes, right? When, when good things happen in AVID, we, te we see about it in the newsletter and you know, on social media and things like that. I know that's, that's got to be a, a great thing for you guys to, I, I guess, one, promote the program, but also you know, celebrate the individual successes that happen mm -hmm. there. How, how important is that and how do you do that? Yeah, well, I get the privilege of uh, looking at the work that um, right. Katie and her team, uh, you know, implements and the success that they they work students through. And so um, a lot of times in the spring when students start to get college accepted because mm -hmm. um, the program um, helps, uh, you know, students fill out applications, some of right. the things that, that kids might not be able to do well on their own or with support at home. So I love to see that. I love to help showcase um, you know, the multiple letters that students have. And then, of course, at graduation itself, like the students who, you know, have gone through the AVID program, it's so, it's just great to see how that all just kind of comes full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, let's see, we'll be on our seventh senior class this year, which is really exciting. Um, and so some things we like to celebrate is um, just their work going through the system and then um, transitioning on to college or career. But um, despite what they choose, like 100% of our AVID students over the years have been accepted into a two or four year mm. um, uh, institution. Um, I have some data to go along with that, but 89% um, of our AVID students apply to four year colleges and 80% of our AVID students have been accepted into a four-year mm. college. Um, and so, um, and uh, like I said, 100% have been accepted into a two or four-year. And our, our goal is really just to help students find what that right fit is going to be for them. Um, each year throughout the AVID elective, we go on um, college field trips. So starting in seventh grade, um, they get to visit at least two campuses a year. Mm. And so over the years, that's 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, they have visited public schools, private schools, small, medium, large, urban, rural, uh, suburban campuses, and are really working then um, to kind of figure out, like I said, what that right fit is for them. Um, if they want to transition into a career, uh, a two-year school, or a four-year school. It's it's interesting to me that, you know, you talk about 80% of the students in the program are admitted to a four-year mm -hmm. school. Um, what you may, you may have just kind of gone over it, but I'm thinking in my head, how, how does that happen? You know, how does, uh, you know, the program 
you know, get them ready for that? What are the, I, is there a big, like, big step that that is part of that process that that you think is really crucial to, um, you know, building that connection to that this is the outcome y- you can get uh, yeah. a, a, as a, when you're done with high school. Yeah, and there's definitely, like, throughout the curriculum standards that we're working toward Mm -hmm. in college entrance requirements and, like, working hand-in-hand with students and counselors and staff to ensure that our students are are accessing all of those things. Um, But I think just that exploration that starts in seventh grade and eighth grade, and then as they get into high school, they're, again, going to visit more campuses and then doing – they do their applications – and go through that entire process in the classroom with the support of families too. There's a lot of communication that way, so it's a team effort. Um, but they, we do offer the support of going through and, and working on all of their essays, studying for the ACT, SAT. And then another big piece too is then making sure our students have access to be able to afford um, to go on to that next step. And so um, part of the Part of being in the AVID elective, too, is um, working through your FAFSA as well as um, applying for scholarships. And I I need to really work on getting an exact number that I can share and celebrate. But um, this is my second year here. And over the past couple years, um, our students have collectively earned like millions of mm-hmm. dollars each each school year wow. yeah. um, to, to kind of help um, pay for that like I said that next step how much of it is just like start putting that that idea in there early that you know you can college is out there for you mm-hmm. you know you can work for it and and this can be your your outcome if you want that to be where it goes and we can help you and these are the steps you have to do and, and we'll help you along the way but just planting that seed early seems like a such a big thing of like yeah you, know, you can you can be there too Oh yeah, I mean the they're learning the academic vocabulary in um, in in even seventh and eighth grade, and they they know the difference of like the different types of loan forgiveness, and mm. even like um, as you go into school, they know about like the credits needed for yeah. different um, different programs. So they they do a lot of research to just make things kind of tangible for them. And then as they get older and it becomes closer to that time, they have a lot of that background knowledge and those gaps are closed. Um, And so that next step is just for them to kind of navigate what is going to be that best fit for each individual student. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. You're listening to Homeroom coming to you from the 103.5 The Sun Studio is underwritten by the Bank of Sun Prairie. My name is Todd Molesky. Brad Saren is not here with us today, but we have Patty Lux from the district. Uh, and our guest is Kay Jansen, who is the district AVID coordinator. And um, I wanted to ask a little about, you're a Sun Prairie native, correct? I am. Can you get into just kind of like your background and how you got to where you are now and why this became a, uh, you know, a, a passion for you? Yeah, definitely. Yep, I am a Sun proud Sun Prairie graduate. Um, after graduating um, from the original Sun Prairie High School, <laughs> um, I went on to um, attend school at UW Madison and um, became a middle school teacher in Mequon-Thienesville, right outside of Milwaukee. And um, during that time, my first year um, teaching in the building uh, was their planning year for AVID, um, and so. 
that was like my introduction to teaching um, is these best practice strategies and this elective class that can change outcomes for kids. Um, and then I became our um, school's first seventh grade AVID elective teacher and then the, the site coordinator for the building and did that for the last 10 years before I came over to Sun Prairie. Um, so definitely immersed in this work at the building level and came home to be able to work at it um, within a system. So I feel really lucky that maybe it's only my second year in Sun Prairie, hmm. but being able to come home and do this work has been really special. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you talked earlier about, I, I believe in, correct me if I'm wrong here, but AVID connects with every student mm -hmm. at some point in their in their school career here, correct? Yes. How does that look for, you know, even if you aren't in the, the AVID program, or mm -hmm. we'll get into that in a minute, but what does it look like for, for every student? Uh, and how, how does that differ from other classes, I guess? Yeah, for sure. So the AVID strategies are really embedded within all of the classes mm. um, and the secondary level. And so when I say that, that's kind of, again, nodding to their instructional framework. So that's writing strategies, inquiry strategies, how we teach kids to collaborate, organize, um, and read. And so there's a difference between reading and like going through that critical reading process of figuring out like how we're getting ready to read, mm. what it looks like when we're engaging in reading, and then what it looks like when we're extending beyond. Um, same thing with writing versus the writing process um, or organization or note taking is another big system. Um, it's just about being really intentional with that use of strategies instead of like asking kids to teach to take notes, we teach them how to take notes and we teach them a variety of strategies so that you can be intentional about what the purpose of mm. your note taking is and then how to use it as a tool. Um, and so those are things that are um, occurring in the AVID elective as we kind of prepare them for that college and career component that is, is like a, a heavy component of the class, but all of those best strategies best practice strategies are going to be occurring across our system. Mm. And like I mentioned before, as a system, we're really focusing on organization this year um, and, and working through some systems. So like, like I said, every, every middle school AVID student, which is all of our students, are engaged in our binder system and are like learning how to organize their materials, um, how to keep track of their assignments and their time within their planner and then using that planner also at the high school level. That, I mean, you can see how that would just kind of get lost in mm -hmm. in a lot of kids' lives, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we assume that they they know something that, you know, a lot of kids might not. Mm -hmm. um, it, it seems like that's, you know, an important step back to kind of take a look at, like, instead of just learning how you're learning and how you're preparing to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, such a big part of, of, of really of, of everything in life and how you, how you do things uh, kind of has to be before you start to do it. Yeah, and another example that um, you may see if you walk into our classrooms and in, in any of the secondary sites, um, teachers now are utilizing a common slide when they come in and also something we use at the district level like in our learning as well. Um, but as kids come in, we're working on developing a common language and common expectations. So they have a slide up that has the essential question or the learning target for the day, the agenda, 
what they need to record in their planner, a do now, which is kind of like what they're going to do to start engaging for the day, and then as well as um, what we're calling workspace ready, like the materials that they'll need to be successful. So as they you enter in each classroom, that's another strategy that we're using as adults to try to, to teach organization um, and kind of prepare kids for success during that class period. Yeah. When you talk about the elective program, mm-hmm. is that a competitive process to get into it? And how does that work? Yeah, so um, the elective class, we are, again, really trying to target a specific demographic to close opportunity gaps. Um, And so there is a whole process where we have indicators and we pull data um, and try to, that helps us determine students that would fall into the academic middle who could use this additional layer of support. Um, And as well as, students that have been um, historically marginalized or um, also students that are underrepresented in higher ed or first generation college students. So what we do is we go through, we pull all of this data together um, and then we meet with teams and we go through the data for each kid and try to determine um, who might really benefit from that AVID elective experience. Um, And then we invite all of the students to apply. Mm Um, During that application process, there's an application, there is an interview, um, and then we go through and we fill our spots, and then we have wait lists, and we continue to recruit to make sure kids have multiple opportunities to participate, and that we still have that opportunity for students that are moving into our system. So that recruitment process never really ends um, and is um, just reoccurring each year at each grade level. When you mm-hmm. talk about applications and interviews and wait lists, this sounds like college, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it sounds like this is, you know, one one step to, you know, hey, if we're talking about college, this is a little bit of what it's going to be like. So let's introduce that early. Yeah. Is that part of the, the idea there? Is that like this follows yep. a little bit of the same process? Definitely. And making sure we're getting kids that are like really interested in being part of this program. Um, but even through that, there's a lot of support offered too for students to um, have access to support at school to fill out the application mm-hmm. and stuff. We want to make sure there aren't any barriers for our students to get into the program, um, but that we also have a process of admitting students. So kind of that balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How often do you get into the classrooms to be able to see like firsthand how mm-hmm. this works? As, as the district coordinator, you're responsible for all of it, but I mean, how, how much do you get, uh, get able to uh, be right in there with them? Um, that's probably my favorite part of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in classrooms daily. Okay. Um, I feel super fortunate that um, my role is all AVID all the time. And so balancing that system work with getting into the classrooms and chaperoning field trips and um, co-teaching with our, our um, amazing, amazing AVID teachers. Um, and coming in and working. We also have academic coaches. That's something we really haven't talked about, but um, part of AVID um, at the elective, um, with the elective experience is each week we have something called tutorials, um, which is really like unique to um, the AVID elective. We do have something called collaborative study groups, which is kind of a take on that that happens outside the AVID elective. Um, But during the tutorial process, um, it's really grounded in inquiry. Students come with a question that they have identified from one of their other classes. 
and then they complete something called a tutorial request form that goes through an inquiry process where it starts with their initial question and then through critical thinking um, they kind of narrow into what we call their point of confusion mm -hmm. and so that starts with a big question and then they go through to really identify what piece are they stuck on or where is that that point they're confused they bring that point of confusion to tutorials and we have um, academic coaches that come in for the tutorials and we split into groups and through inquiry and questioning we help each student as they present um, to their group solve their point of confusion. Um, so that's a, a really unique um, component of the elective and by the time they're seniors they transition into study groups um, that where they're doing that process more independently um, as we get them ready to transition to college or career. Mm -hmm. So you've been an avid for quite a while obviously mm -hmm. you, you've seen things change I'm sure how how does how what does avid look like today well how is it differently how is it different than it was a few years ago and what do you think maybe is coming uh, for the program that that might change it in, in any way? Um, on my, my favorite um, like adjustment that I've seen over the years within AVID is the, the update recently to their mission statement. Um, even though there's always been a heavy career focus mm -hmm. um, in the mission, it was really centered around college um, readiness. And so if you look at the updated mission, it's college and career readiness. And I think just that shift is so important as we prepare um, our students to be college career and life ready and get them on the track that is going to you know fulfill their their needs and and their joy and um, prepare them for whatever that next step may be and so um, over the years I think especially within the, this last decade AVID has been more intentional about that career component um, and then I also I feel like especially these last few years um, have been really intentional um, within just helping students um, identify the purpose of things and, and realize there's not a like one fit to do something. And a good example of that is through their focus note taking. If you've been in the AVID world for a while, uh, Cornell notes were very heavily used and that has transitioned into focus notes where we teach not just Cornell notes, which is a highly effective um, note taking process. Um, but we teach them a variety of different note taking um, possibilities and, and they kind of start to identify what works best for them. So there, there's definitely been um, transitions over the years um, for sure, but that I think that college and career piece would definitely be yeah. what is most notable. Thinking about, you know, note-taking, things like that, mm -hmm. you know, it, education evolves. Yep. Uh, every part of it does, and I would imagine that, you know, things like that have to evolve too. And, you know, even just consider different things and what, like, what may be, I think, good is for one student may, might not mm -hmm. be for another, right? And so that has to, to go into everything. And it seems like that goes into AVID too, that just continual change and looking for what's, what's the best way to go through things. Definitely. Yeah. Um, any last things you want to promote here? We've got about a minute left uh, uh, in, in terms of the AVID program or, or how people get involved in it or anything like that. Um, yeah, a few things. We are always looking for um, academic coaches. Um, we have an incredible team um, of 
of young adults and adults, um, ranging from recent high school graduates to retired teachers, um, to folks that have really flexible schedules, parents, community members. Um, if the AVID program, and specifically the AVID elective, sounds like something that you want to learn more about or get involved in, uh, that is a, a really powerful way um, to get involved in the district um, would be to apply to be an AVID academic coach. Um, and so there is information on our website, and you can apply through Frontline. So sunprairieschools.org, somewhere there's an AVID mm -hmm. page for there, and you can check that out. Sure thing. All right. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Uh, thanks, thanks, Katie, for, for joining us. It's been fun having you and fun learning about AVID. And uh, this is, uh, I, I know, something that we, we've touched on before, but it, it, it seems like a, a really important program for, mm -hmm. for a, a lot of Sun Prairie students, and, and really all of Sun Prairie students, because yeah. it touches them somewhere along the way, yeah. Yeah, that's what I like learning about that. I, I think people think it's a separate thing that happens outside of, like you have to go to a class to learn these strategies right. and it's across our system and it's it's just, it's great to see. That's so thanks. Thanks, Katie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you and so much for having us. Yeah, and thank you, Patty, for, for stepping in for Brad here this yeah, week. Yeah, no problem. I'm thanks. Todd Maletsky. Thanks for joining us for Homeroom with Brad Saren from the Sun Prairie Media Center and the Sun Prairie Area School District. I'm safe by the yeah.